So in the last family moment, I started to apply the seven principles to small children and talked about how we as parents need to understand God's purpose for our children. This week, I want to touch on the second principle, the principle of free choice, and specifically as it applies to small children. So to refresh your memory about the principle of uh, free choice, I shared with you the analogy of a talking doll. So just because the doll says, I love you, doesn't mean that it actually does. The doll can't love because the doll has no choice. And so similarly, if God would have created humans in a way that pre-programmed us to love him, we couldn't actually love him at all. Our love for God is real because we have a choice not to love him. Now, what does that have to do with raising young kids? Well, one of the things we have to do is we have to teach our children how to make wise choices. So let me come at it this way. What happens to parents who try to control their adult children and make choices for them? Well, their children tend to isolate themselves and have very little to do with their parents. What happens when parents are over-controlling of teens? Well, teens tend to become rebellious and push back. They naturally try to assert their own choices. People who are controlling, like the parents I used in that example, control because they're afraid. And they control because they're afraid that their children won't make wise choices. Now, where am I going with that? Well, when it is, when is the right time to teach children to make wise choices? When they're adults? Probably not. When they're teens? Probably a little late. The right time is when they're young. How young? Well, the time to start teaching children to make wise choices is just as soon as they start indicating that they want to make choices. Somewhere in there. Now, don't get carried away with that. Don't let your children make choices that are beyond their wisdom or their ability. You don't let your two-year-old decide whether you should go to church or not. But you do let him make age-appropriate choices. So, for example, you don't ask your two-year-old if he wants to eat breakfast or not. But you could ask him if he wants his juice first and then his cereal, or his cereal first and then his juice. You don't ask, what clothes do you want to wear? But you could say, do you want to wear the blue outfit or the red one? And the idea is you pick the two outcomes that you're happy to work with and then let the two-year-old choose between them. Now keep something in mind. By the time your child is 18 or so, they are going to, sorry, by the time your child is 18 or so, you want to release them into adulthood where they make all their own choices for themselves. So somewhere between 2 and 18, you've got to transition from the baby stage where you make all their choices to adulthood where you make almost none. Now we'll talk about teens in a later family moment. We're talking about children today, and I understand as well as anyone that there's a certain level of concern for parents when children start to make their own choices. They might make choices that aren't wise or that hurt them. How do you protect them from those choices? So obviously, we have to step in when children make choices that are going to have serious consequences. But I want to encourage you, be cautious. Sometimes it's better to let your children experience reasonable consequences for themselves as part of learning to choose. And as they get older, you protect them less and less. And a quick warning about the good cop, bad cop scenario. 
One parent says, son, you didn't do your chores, you don't get your allowance. The other one says, oh, I feel sorry for him and slips him his allowance anyway. What you're teaching that child is that there is no such thing as a consequence for a choice. However big or small the choice you're allowing your child to make, you have to be in agreement as parents on the outcomes. Now, that doesn't mean there's no room for mercy or grace. Think about how God does it when we as adults make poor choices. His grace and his mercy are there to soften the blow and protect us. However, it's not like he removes all the consequences. What he does do is continue to love us in spite of our mistakes and teach us and train us to make better choices next time. Parents, teach your children the skill of making choices. Start early. When you see them making poor choices, discuss the likely consequences with them, help them connect the dots and link the consequence to the choice. When they stumble, love on them. Let them know you're there to help, but don't take over. And over time, they'll develop the skill they need to handle bigger choices, and you'll have confidence about releasing them into higher levels of responsibility.